right, what is up, people? Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast. Uh oh, had a little complication. Hold on, I'm gonna start again. Start this again in just one second. Please be patient with me. I haven't live streamed in a minute. I'm forgetting my processes. And you know what, though? Uh, the things which hurt instruct. That's a Benjamin Franklin quote. And I live my life by that, man. Uh, supplements over. Rated or underrated? That is our discussion for today. Let's go live on Facebook in three, two, one. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Total Body Training Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by carbs, carbohydrates. They're there for you when you're feeling sad and you're feeling down. And White Bread wants you to know that. It misses you, even though you're not eating it as much as you used to, and that it really hopes that you come around and eat a little bit more white bread sometime soon. All right, so let's jump into the topic today. Today's topic is supplements, overrated or underrated. All right, so I'm going to, right out the box, tell you exactly how I feel about supplements, and this is my personal opinion, and I'm going to show you the facts are the things that I've came to realize about supplements and why I tend to take fewer of them now than I used to. Um, if you're new to the Total Body Training podcast or new to this network, you should know that I'm a USAPL certified strength coach and that my, and I'm a personal trainer and the owner of Total Body Training. And I've dabbled quite a bit in taking tons of different supplements. So this is based on my experience with taking supplements, but also with my knowledge of the things that I've learned about it. And so I'm gonna kind of share with you how I actually feel about this topic. So right out the gate, I'm gonna tell you that I believe that supplements are overrated. And, uh, I know, I know, I know. My Herbalife sellers or the people selling supplements at home and stuff like that, I don't want you to freak out or get offended. I'm not trying to put you out of business by talking about this topic. What I'm going to try to encourage us is to have a conversation. So if you have any questions about why I feel this way as we go along, please feel free to leave them in the comments section below. At the end, I will give you an answer to that question if I have the answer. All right, so... Here's my feeling and why I think that supplements are a bit overrated. And, and so what I'm going to start off with talking about is really why are you wanting to take supplements? Like what's the reason? You know, every day, and we'll just back up a little bit, but it seems like there's a supplement store or supplement shop everywhere. And it seems like, I mean, just here, just a few minutes from my house, there's like three supplement stores all different ones selling slightly different things and selling you potions and cures and stuff for all of these illnesses or all these problems that we struggle with. And, you know, I was looking a little bit at data, can't remember the exact statistics, but people are spending billions of dollars as Americans every year on trying to find supplements to help themselves. And I think that that's rooted in this idea of self-growth, self-improvement and taking better care of yourself. So, you know, it is a good thing, the desire to want to take care of yourself. But I need a little water here for my parched throat. But what I want to kind of examine is why are you taking those supplements? What is the actual reason? So let's start with that. 
Many people take supplements because maybe they're having some kind of deficiency or at least a perceived deficiency. So the person believes, you know, I'm really tired all the time and I'm really lacking energy. And you know what? I'm going to go to the supplement store and I'm going to talk to the person who's there. And the truth is, is that if someone tells you at the supplement store, if you tell them that you're out of energy, they're more than likely going to offer you things like B12. Um, and we see that colloquially. So like if you hop on the internet or something, everybody's talking about how B12 gives you more energy and uh, vitamin D, how we need more vitamin D. And you know, that may or may not be true that you need that. We're not really sure. And I'm going to get to why that is the case. And why it's important for us to know. We'll get back to that. But the truth is, is that the person at the store is just there to sell you something. So they're there to fill this need. You've came to the supplement store and you think, hey, I need this vitamin B because I heard that it helps with energy. And uh, I need more energy because I'm always tired. I'm just so, so tired. And here's why I get to the why of why you're taking the supplement. I think that before you even try to indulge taking a supplement, what you should consider is have you exhausted all the other options that there are before taking that supplement? And I would say that 99% of the time, well, I don't know, but I would say that most of the time, I don't know these damn fucking percentages, most of the time you haven't. At least that's been my case, all right? Uh, maybe if you were to think about this in your heart of hearts, you would start to realize that maybe you haven't really invested the time in thinking about the other options other than taking a pill or a supplement. So what do I mean by that? If you are lacking energy and you're tired, maybe instead of jumping for a supplement right away, we should think about something else. Like, you know, how many hours are you getting of sleep? So just simply, if you're sleeping, right, adults are supposed to sleep between the ages of, I mean, the hours of seven to nine hours a night and like really good sleep. All right. Are you getting that amount of sleep? And I see Lisa over here said, no, I haven't. And Lisa, I am right there with you. I have been guilty of that myself. Um, so thanks for, for chatting with us on there, Lisa. Keep the questions coming. If you haven't fully thought about, well, you know, why, what is the actual root of my problem? Then going out and getting a supplement is kind of frivolous because you're going to end up spending extra money that you really don't need. And you're really going to be putting a bandaid over the problem or the perceived problem that you have. So if you're lacking energy and you take B12, you know, it may or may not actually help you because if the problem is actually that you're not getting enough sleep, then you need to get a little bit more damn sleep. <laughs> that's really the thing, folks. That's what you're going to need. And, you know, that's the same thing with, I mean, we're talking about supplements across the board. If you're having some kind of deficiency with something, I would recommend that you find out how to solve that, whether it's like sleep or maybe it's a hormonal thing or something, um, before you even take the supplement. Now, if you go into the supplement store, that's not going to be that person's mission. That person's mission is to sell you something to uh, relieve the problem. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's their job and that's their purpose. And the people there are well-intentioned. Uh, they're trying to help you. I'm not trying to put them down, nor am I trying to put down your aunt who sells supplements on the side or something like that. But the truth is, is that person doesn't really, isn't a medical professional. So that person doesn't really know if you actually really need this. They just know what you know, that if you flip over the label, look, I've got some mints here. If you flip over the label or whatever, and it says helps with sleep or helps with depression or helps with your testosterone or something like that, that it's supposed to help you. And 
This further complicates the problem of whether or not the ingredients in those supplements are actually in there. And we're going to get back to that in just a second. But here's what I recommend. Let's say that you start to fix your, your health and you start going uh, to, to bed earlier and you're still not feeling well. All right. Instead of jumping to supplements, I would recommend, I would still recommend one more thing. I'd recommend going to the doctor and getting blood work done or getting some kind of swab, some spit test done to figure out if you're actually deficient in anything. And this is crucial. And I can tell you because I have made this, uh, I, I figured this out the hard way and I've heard other clients of mine here at Total Body Training figure it out this way too. But let's say that you think that you're low in energy or you're not feeling well, so you Google low in energy, not feeling well. And it tells you that most Americans are deficient in vitamin D, which is true. A lot of Americans are deficient in vitamin D. But you just start taking vitamin D and it turns out that you're not actually deficient in it. So you're taking extra supplements that you don't actually need in your body. And the problem with this is that if you take too much of certain supplements, like say like, like the B, B vitamins and things like that, you can actually put yourself in a toxicity and that can hurt your kidney and your liver. And I've had clients who've had that problem themselves. And actually yours truly, I had that problem because I didn't get any blood work done before I just started taking supplements. So literally a few months ago, I went to the doctor because I wasn't feeling well. That, this is my experience. This is, this is opinion right here um, based on my perspective. Uh, and the perspective of other clients that I've had. But essentially what happened is, is I went to the doctor. I'm sorry, my eye's kind of bugging you. I went to the doctor and the doctor told me that, uh, you know, when I got my blood work back, I had this strong feeling that I was going to be deficient in vitamin D and in vitamin B. And uh, the doctor told me that I had too much or I was teetering <laughs> towards having too much vitamin B in my body, even though I'm not taking supplements. So had I taken vitamin B, there's a good possibility that I would have put myself in a toxicity. All right. And, and, and see, that is the problem is that we're just kind of like taking this stuff without really like any kind of consideration. And it's so easy to get supplements nowadays because the industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And part of the reason for the success of the supplement industry is something that we're going to talk about right now in just a second. I got a paper, even though I didn't write anything uh, like a specific storyline for today or a specific thing, but I have some topics that I want to get to. So we're going to talk a little bit right now. Let me bring it up about what, uh, hold on, let me gather my thoughts real quick. NSF certified. Hold on for one. Oh, here it is. Cool. All right. So furthermore, this brings us to another topic of whether or not the supplements that we're taking actually have what they say they have in them. And that I think is the bigger problem. So a while ago, I was watching this frontline documentary about the supplement industry, and they were talking about how supplements are unregulated by the FDA. So that means that the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration of America, does not regulate what is going into your supplements? So there are numerous cases of supplement companies that create a product and get it outsourced and somebody creates the product, but then it turns out that the product doesn't actually have what it says it has. And, you know, I'm not 
pointing the finger or blaming those companies for doing that, or I'm not saying that they're being malicious, I don't wanna call anybody out, but the good majority of supplements on the market are being made in facilities where the owners of that actual company don't actually know if the supplement that they are administering out to their clients and to the people that are to purchase them actually have 100% of what it says it has in it. So there are numerous studies, and I'll post a link to the documentary that I'm talking about, where people have purchased supplements and they end up having weird side effects. So in the documentary, they showed women who were taking just something as simple as a multivitamin, and you know, a few months went by and they started growing hair and their voices started getting deeper because the vitamin actually had like added testosterone and had other weird things in it that were causing people to have unexpected health changes or health issues. And that is really uh, just scratching the surface of this problem right now with supplements because what it is is that they're finding that, what I'm finding out is that most supplements don't, or a lot of them, don't have a governing body that actually tells us as you know Americans whether or not or the general population whether or not what is in the supplement in the ingredients is actually in it and all other foods have that so like you know if someone is selling uh, bread right that has to go through the FDA the facility has to be tested to make sure that it's being processed the right way that is not the case for Supplements. The supplement industry is is separate from that because in 1994, written here in my notes, in 1994 there was a law that was passed called the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act of 1994, and it was backed by Orrin Hatch. Not to get political, but that's who backed it. He's a senator, and uh, who owns and has money at stake in the supplement industry at the time. I'm not sure if he still has it. I'm not up to date. This isn't about him. This is really just about the bigger picture and about you and your health. Uh, so he backed this law and they passed this law that says that the FDA doesn't have to regulate any of the supplements that we take. So that means that when we see a supplement at anywhere, Walmart, HEB, you know, and that supplement can be as simple as protein powder or that says that it's whey protein powder, or a multivitamin, or vitamin B12, that that does not have to be passed or tested to tell us whether or not it actually has it. So what does that mean? That means that when we take supplements, we're taking our supplements in good faith, that what is in the product is actually in the product without actually knowing it, when there are numerous instances of companies that have put things in the supplement that or labeled their supplements as having as being healthy, as has having whey, but really doesn't have whey, as having vitamin B and having vitamin D, but then also having a little bit of tea or testosterone things thrown in there that the person that you, the well-meaning purchaser, wasn't anticipating on buying or ingesting, right? And so that will lead to health issues for people, and it has. There have been people who have had heart attacks, that people have gotten sick because they've taken the wrong things. People have had really negative results from taking supplements that were labeled as having, you know, certain things and didn't, or were labeled as having not having certain things like a testosterone booster and did. And that is something that we're going to want to watch out for. We're going to want to make sure that we, what we want to do, okay, I should back up a little bit, is this. My recommendation is two things, all right? If you want to take a supplement, I would recommend 
that, you first of all find out if you actually need it. So go to the doctor and find out, you know, get blood work done and find out if you actually are deficient in anything because you might not be. Even though maybe your health isn't optimal or perfect, you might not be. So find out if you actually need to take a multivitamin or if you actually need to take vitamin B or take vitamin D, any of these things first and foremost, and then work from there. So, and a lot of people say, well, that's not fast enough. And I, you know, I'm, I have a busy life. Well, if you don't want to do this, then, you know, hop off the chat right now. <laughs> like that's, that's okay. You don't have to watch this. If you don't understand where I'm coming from on this, that that's fine. If you want to live your life risky, um, then you can go ahead and do that. But you know, what you'll do is that you'll be safer if you do this and your money will also be well invested. So you're going to be healthier if you make sure you're taking something that you actually need, a supplement like a vitamin or something like that. Or if you, uh, you also save money because you could be taking some shit that you don't need to take. <laughs> so, uh, go to the doctor first and get some blood work done. Second, now this isn't just supplements like vitamins and stuff like that, but it's also things like protein. So protein, it you know qualifies under supplements, doesn't have to be regulated, all right? And it doesn't matter how the protein is packaged. It doesn't matter if you feel like you trust the protein. If you don't know, if if the, if the protein supplement isn't doesn't have to follow any laws, is under the Dietary Supplement and Health and Education Act, then we aren't really sure if that protein actually has what it says it has, right? So there is an option though. Let's say you want to take protein, which I do. I drink a protein shake every single morning there is an option for that and there's an option for taking any kind of supplement that will ensure that what is in the supplement is actually in the supplement and that is that the supplement company that you purchase your supplements from get their stuff tested by a third-party company and that means that they will send, let's say the company I'm going to talk about right now, I'm going to talk about a few. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just sharing the ones that I use, by the way. Let's say that a supplement company like Ascent, Ascent Protein, wants to make sure that the protein that they're making is safe, that it doesn't have anything weird in it, it doesn't have any added stuff in it, that it doesn't, that it doesn't have any weird testosterone, I don't know, whatever, and that it's actually protein. So that you're actually getting what you as a consumer actually want. What that company does is they can send their supplement to a third-party company such as the NSF or as Informed Choice, and I'm going to get to what those are in just a second, but they can send that to that company for testing. So the NSF is a third-party company, so it's not owned by the supplement industry. The NSF is the National, the National Sanitation Foundation, and it was founded in 1944. And they have, uh, their goal is to, as the NSF, is an accredited third-party independent certification body that tests to see if public health and safety standards are met. Products that meet the, the requirements get a mark on their product from the NSF. And I'm going to show you a product that I have taken. Let me get it real quick. That has that uh, right here. Hold on for a second. Actually, this one is by, Inf oh, no, here it is. There we go. Had to find it. All right. So this one right here, this is a pre-workout that I like to take. Again, not trying to sell you anything uh, made by Extreme Edge. Right here has a small little label on it. I'm going to show it to people on Facebook first. It says the NSF, okay? 
There we go. The NSF right there, that little tiny circle right there that says NSF certified. So what that tells us is that Extreme Edge, this is a sister company of Blue Bonnet, sent this product to be tested to make sure that what is on the ingredient list is actually in the ingredient list. That what you as a consumer are eating is actually in there. And this is awesome. Anytime that I see a supplement company take that extra effort to make sure that their stuff is is actually uh, regulated and then it's right and that what is in here just screams to me that they care about the consumer. So look for brands that have this. Now the NSF isn't the only third party company. There are probably a few, I know of two personally, that I trust. And the other one right here is, uh, this is a product from Ascent, Ascent Protein, and it's Informed Choice. An informed choice looks like this. Sometimes there is a green label right here. I'm trying to show it to people on Facebook right here. If you're on Instagram, it looks like this, all right? An informed choice, I'll post a link to these things, by the way, in the comment section uh, below at some point when we're done with the video and in the podcast version and in the YouTube version up there. So uh, I'm filming from another camera. There's a lot going on here at uh, TBT Podcast today. So the informed choice, is another third-party company that tests supplements like Ascent Protein to make sure that what is in it is actually in it. So when I flip over the label and I see that it says it's got myocellular uh, casein, natural flavors, acai gum, exanthem gum, sunflower, lethicin or lethicin, uh, monk fruit extract, that that is what's actually in it, that I'm not getting an, an accidental dose of Dianabol or something like that. And Dianabol, it's a testosterone steroid thing that <laughs> we don't need unless we need it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that is what's going on there. My recommendation, again, let's get back to it, is that if you want to take a supplement, you try to find a supplement that is certified through a third-party company such as those. Now, to make this easier for you, I'm going to go ahead and post a link on our Facebook page once this video is done, and it's going to give you a link to at the NSF, the NSF, which was the guys that sponsored these people or certified these people, a link to a an app that you can use that will let you find supplements that are certified through them. So that if you're looking, if you're if you're at a store, or let's say you want to go to the store and you want to buy a supplement, before you even set foot in the store or the supplement company that you want to go to, you can look up the supplement and make sure that it's actually informed, it's actually right, it's actually got what is in it, instead of having something else that's weird. Now, this is important for us as regular people if we want to be healthy and make sure we're not taking any weird shit, but it's extremely important for people who are athletes. So if you're on my podcast right now, I hope that uh, one of you maybe is an athlete. <sighs> and if you're an athlete, like let's say you're a weightlifter or you're going to the Olympics or something like that, any kind of sport that is drug tested, then you are going to want to make sure that you're taking supplements that are following these regulations. Informed Choice works with WADA, which is the World Anti-Doping League. Yeah, the World Anti-Doping League. And those are the same people that test in the USAPL and test, I believe, in the Olympics, I think, uh, for 
to make sure that you're not using steroids or any performance enhancing drugs. And the thing is, is that they also test for banned substances. So something can be a supplement that you can take, not necessarily, it might not necessarily have uh, like testosterone or Dianabol or anything like that, but it could have something that's banned by WADA and you could get popped. And this last year in the USAPL powerlifting and in the USAW, there were a lot of people getting popped for banned substances just because they took some kind of uh, pre-workout or something. And you don't want that the day that you show up to a competition. And also, if you're not a competitor, you don't want to take, you know, a steroid unless you want to take a steroid, you know, to each his own, you know, uh, that's perfectly fine. I'm not talking negatively about people per se that do that. I'm talking to people who don't want to do that or to people who don't want to accidentally do that, which has been the problem. And the UFC. Yes, Lisa, that is very true. In the UFC, there I, were there people, Lisa, tell me down in the comment section below if there are people that got, because I'm not really horribly familiar with what goes on in the UFC, but uh, could you tell me if people were getting popped in the UFC for taking banned substances? Please leave that in the comments there on Instagram. Thank you. Um, so there are people that, oh, back to my topic here. So my two things, all right, <laughs> just getting back home, is if you're going to take a supplement or you feel like you're deficient in something, what I recommend first is that you get blood work taken or you get a uh, some kind of mouth swab to figure out if you actually need that supplement or if you actually need something to improve your life. Because like myself, I didn't actually need anything. I was taking something and I could potentially put my liver into toxicity and all this shit I didn't want to deal with. Okay. Now, uh, the other thing, number two, is that you take something that is certified by a third-party company. So let's say that you want to drink something as simple as protein. Okay. I see that. I know we've got a vegan. My my vegan friend in the house, if you want to take a vegan protein or a whey protein or any of these things, that you make sure that you take something that is certified. It does not matter how pretty the bag looks or how credible you think the company is, right? You need to make sure because, because I've been fooled by that as well, like a pretty bag and the bag will say something like all natural and stuff like that, but nowhere on the bag does it state anything that says that the product is third-party tested. And that is for people that are vegan, that is for people that are not vegan, anything like that. Make sure that the product you're taking is third party tested and you will be much healthier as a result of this and you will be informed because all too often we're taking supplements without really knowing what is actually in them. Now, the two supplements that I showed today, I'm not, again, selling you. Um, they're just supplements that I'm sharing with you. So every morning, I, as you know, I am on a cut right now. I don't know if any of you know that, but I'm cutting weight because I want to show a little bit more muscular definition. And so every morning, I take a protein supplement. This is the protein that I take right here. I take a scent. It is a casein protein. This is what I like. Um, and it's by, and it has informed choice labeled on it. That is part of the reason. There are many reasons, but that's part of the reason why I went with it because it's informed. And periodically I take this other guy right here. This is a pre-workout that I like to take. I think this pre-workout, it's pretty good. Um, it's from Extreme Edge. It's a pre-workout supplement and it is certified by the NSF. That is the main reason why I take it. One day I think I want to compete in powerlifting and I want to make sure that I haven't been taking anything that's got a banned substance. So 
that is really the conversation for today about supplements. But if you have any questions, I'm going to give you a few seconds right now. Um, let's go ahead and see right here. So uh, Lisa's telling us that John Jones popped twice and has lost his title. That is interesting. Did do you know if uh, so? So is there a Lisa? What I want to know is if in the UFC can he come back and fight for his title again, or does he lose it now completely? Like is he banned from the UFC? I know that in the Olympics, I think if you get popped two or three times, you can't come back for uh, four years or eight years. I think it's, it's like every time that you get popped, you can't go to the next following Olympics. And that was a big problem with the current Olympics right now. Uh, I think there was a bobsledding team, the bobsledding team, the, the, is it bobsledding? Is that what you call it? I don't even know, man. I live in Texas and I've lived in Florida. I don't know cold weather sports, but, um, nor am I watching it really. I'm just hearing this. So this is all opinion. But uh, from what I understand, somebody got got in trouble for curling. That's what it was. Someone got in trouble for curling. You know what? I can't. I can't do this. I gotta know who got in trouble for the curling in the Olympics. Somebody was taking uh, steroids. Who got? I'm gonna ask Google right now. Who got in trouble for taking steroids in the curling event? Hold on. I'm gonna ask. Who got in trouble for taking steroids in the curling? event in the Olympics this year. Okay, Olympic curling rocked by Russian doping scandal. Okay, so <laughs> curling, an event that seems like it's not that intense, um, but unfortunately the Russians take all of their sports very seriously here. Um, not that Americans don't, not to be uh, stereotypical or anything, but they are definitely popular for it over there in Russia. It says right here that they, who is the guy who did it? Um, Russia's barred. The International Olympics Committee, however, let me see. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to save you the trouble. You all look it up, but this dude took steroids for curling, which, you know, I, I've never curled other than curling dumbbells or anything like that, but it just seems so ridiculous that someone would take, to me, that someone would take steroids for curling. Maybe he was taking steroids for personal use. It wasn't necessarily for, for curling. I would hope so. But um, this guy took steroids, I guess what we're assuming is for curling. Let's go ahead and assume that he needed to up his game there. Um, Let's see, Lisa, what's she saying? Uh, he was, so this is John Jones. He was suspend, he was on suspension for two years. So now they are trying to decide if he will be suspended again or banned. Suspended two years the first time. <laughs> you know, um, that is uh, pretty, pretty risky. To, to go back into the UFC having been suspended and then go back. I mean... This person, John Jones, must really feel like he needs that extra edge in uh, in fighting in order to do that. And, you know, I don't know, like that opens up a whole new conversation as to whether or not we should be open about how our athletes use steroids. Uh, you know, I go back and forth on this topic. A lot of people in my industry, 
you know, have debate as to whether or not we should just let athletes use steroids or not. You know, I haven't really made up my mind as to whether or not I think that's right or wrong. This is what I'll tell you. I don't know about the UFC. I don't know if there are separate branches of the UFC, but in powerlifting, the sport that I'm most familiar with, there are certain federations that people can compete within. And one of those federations is the USAPL, and uh, another federation is the USPA, and I am certified in those both. And the USAPA, the USAPL, is a drug-tested federation. And what they do is they drug-test, I believe it's 10% of the participants who participate in a given event. So that means that like, if you've got a weightlifting meet coming up, there is a very small percentage of people who will be tested at each meet. If you are serious about competing, so that means that, that, that there is a sliver of chance that somebody can get by because not everybody gets tested. So if I went and I tried to compete in the USAPL at a powerlifting meet, I might not get tested, right? But if you are competitive, meaning that you're going to competitions frequently, eventually you will get tested and you will get caught if you're doing some kind of steroid in the USAPL. My recommendation to people who are doing steroids, if you are in the USAPL or in any of these federations, these powerlifting federations, and want to use steroids, uh, you should go to a federation that allows you to use steroids. And there are federations that are non-drug tested. The USPA has events that are non-drug tested that you can compete in. There are plenty of people who are open actually about using their steroids. And uh, you could just kind of like hop on over there. Notice, I'm not giving an opinion as to whether or not I feel that you should take them or that you shouldn't take them. That's really not my position. Personally, I don't take anything. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I have no real reason to. <laughs> I'm not trying to compete or do anything crazy right now with my life. So that hasn't even really crossed my mind. But, um, you know, if, if uh, someone wants to take that, I think that what they should do is that they should go with a federation that either allows it or doesn't allow it. So, you know, if there is a federation within the, uh, for Lisa, you know, getting back to your point there, if there is an offshoot of the UFC or somewhere where you can fight and have uh, take drugs and stuff like that, it's like, why wouldn't somebody just go ahead and compete in that area, right? Why would you try to risk it all and compete in a drug-tested federation? I think that's a far better choice to pick somewhere where that's going to be accepted. You know, I don't know if that's the case with fighting because that's not really my expertise. If anybody knows, please uh, leave those comments in the section below. All right, people. So thank you for tuning in with me today. I just want to give you a heads up. What I'm going to be doing here is I'm going to try my darndest to go into something I'm calling total body training media phase one. <laughs> and I'm basing this off of the Marvel Cinematic Universe phases. Uh, I am a dork. I like His defense was he took some male enhancers from the gas station. Yeah, you know, people say, sorry, this is going back to what Lisa was saying before I move on. This is a common thing for people to claim that they've taken something that's wrong, uh, that they took something without knowledge that it would have that, stuff like that. Um, you know, if you've been caught using steroids before, you should really be a lot more careful. <laughs> that's it. It just, to me, it sounds like bullshit. Um, you should take one of the products that I recommended, right? Something that's certified. And if you're going to, I guess, take a mail enhancer, there's probably <laughs> mail enhancers that are certified, I'm assuming. 
Maybe, I don't know about that topic, but that might help. <laughs> so back to what I was saying. Right now, we're going into something I'm calling the total body training media universe phase one. And so what that means is that we're gonna be releasing certain kinds of content every week. I know I have kind of held back on some content that I created at the tail end of 2017 because I'll be honest with you, I needed to grow total body training and I'm still growing total body training, but now I'm putting together hopefully some kind of team to help me with that process of creating content. And so we're gonna be releasing things Every week, I'm going to commit to releasing one new episode of the live stream and podcast with you. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me on the Total Body Training Podcast on the Google Play Store, I believe, Google Music. And you can also follow me on iTunes. You can subscribe to my channel. Feel free to leave me a comment on there in that section or a review. I'm on episode number five right now on the podcast. So hop on there. There's some really good information. You don't have to always watch me, although I love you coming in and chatting with me on here. You can listen to me when you're driving to work or doing something else if you would like. If you're lacking some motivation or need some insight or information, that is definitely the place if you like the kind of content that I'm creating. So feel free, no pressure, to come on by and see what I'm offering you. And finally, I just want to say that if you found this information helpful here, please, if you would like, follow me here on Facebook, follow my personal page, follow my Instagram page if you're not one of my friends already. And uh, until next time, peace.